Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Up with Dauhi. With this podcast of mine, I want to reach out to people who have made an impact and talk to them about them for a change. Not their careers or achievements, but what it is about them that makes them tick. A casual chat up about how it is like outside of the life we don't get to see. So join me on this new journey and let's have a free-spirited laugh ride together. videos are fun to watch when every character is equally engaging. In the case of my guest today, he plays all his characters and one wonders who's the favorite here. Is it Abu Zubair, Um Zubair, the many many characters or the character Zubair himself? A comedy content creator with over a million following on social media platforms, today I'm looking looking forward to having a super fun and engaging conversation. Now let, let's take your whole name, Zubair bin Jafar Baum. But who's that? Everybody's favorite, a mass favorite content creator, Zubair Saruk. Hello, wallah guys, thank you Tauhi for having me over here, it's a pleasure. Thank you Zubair for taking your time out to record with me today, I have been a huge fan. I was literally laughing through all your videos during the pandemic, during all our lockdown days. So Zubair, you know, you have, like I was saying, you play all these characters, obviously much, much exaggerated versions of all of these characters. So who is the real Zubair Saruk? The real Zubair Saruk is not visible in the videos. You can watch the real Zubair Saruk maybe in my vlogs. But in my characters, of course, it's exaggerated. Some people come and ask me, is Abu Zubair like your father really like that? I'm like, no, my father is... In fact, he was very strict because my father is a cop in charge of police. Oh. So, you know, he was like straight. He doesn't joke around much and stuff. So I created the opposite of what they are in real life. And people think some of my characters are... You know, real personalities? Not really. There is one character who is, you know, inspired from a real person. That character is Monica Corasna. <laughs> that the hair, and yeah, the ugly the, face, yeah. Yeah. That's like you know, it. everything is exaggerated next level with the uh, Monica Corasna <laughs> is not really exaggerated. The real person is like that in real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so but then, you know, why don't you take us briefly, like, you know, through how did you get to doing what you do today? And where are you from? And <clears throat> More about you, like people who uh, like who would like listen to more about Zubair Saruk. I am a mixture. My father is from Yemen. My mother is from India. Yeah, which I so, honestly know, got to know very recently. Uh, best of both worlds. And I started wow. this as a joke, as a time pass. You know, after I finished school, uh, my parents, my father asked me, do you want to study? You know, do you want us to go to college? I said, yeah, why not? Then we went to college and... I was yeah, like, why not? It was not... I, I'm not interested in studying. So we went to college That and was clear. Yeah, I didn't like <laughs> studying. So we went to college and uh, we heard the admission fees is like something 50, 60k dirhams. And I'm like, what? I'm like, instead of that, but just buy me a car. He's like, no, I won't buy you a car. You want to study? It's fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'm not spending that money. 50, 60k, it will be pressure to, you know, study properly. And I don't like <laughs> studying. Yeah. So you were going to government school till then? No, no, I was in a private school. Ah, okay. I went to a CBSE school. Oh, so you've been, uh, yes. like like you were saying, you, you are half Yemeni, half Indian. Yeah. So ideally going to a CBSE school, so do you identify yourself more as Indian? Not really. The but then you have such a heavy, uh, like, you know, uh, look, Arab accent. Because the thing is, uh, my mom said that, okay, the kid will learn Arabic in the house. Because even my mom speaks Arabic in the house. She doesn't, she only speaks in like, you know, Hindi when she's angry. 
<laughs> like so, all moms do. Yeah, so I start like she knew that I would learn Arabic because everyone speaks Arabic in the house. So I will learn Arabic in the house. Where will I learn English? Back in those days, you know, not every place, like not every school had English. It's only the CBSE schools which had English. Okay, so the local Arabic schools don't speak English at all. Now I think they, in, they incorporated do. that in their syllabus. But you know, back then when yeah. nine, 2000 or 1995, whenever yeah. I was born, it was not that prominent. Mm. So she wanted... So, you know, don't make him sound so ancient. You are a young guy, of course. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I am only 27 years old. Yes, yeah, like the way you say it's back in those days, you know. Like 90s, now we 90s. are in 2022. Right. Yeah. So, you know, my my mom's thought was, okay, the kid has to learn English. So yeah. she put me in the English school. Because uh-huh. also, the principal of my school was my father's friend. Okay, so, okay. And the school was newly started and stuff, so they put me there. and then So you learned Hindi as well? Yes. And I was actually very good in Hindi. I can read, write Hindi. I can, re- I can read and write Hindi. I can read and write English and Arabic. Like okay. Three languages. I'm like, I can read and write wow. properly. I'm surprised because I think a lot of Indians, like obviously you also half Indian, a lot of Indians find the Hindi language so hard throughout school. And you ace that as well. I, like, I actually liked it because, see, the thing is, I don't like, you know, this biology, mathematics. Yeah. I hate them because you have to use a lot of brain. Yeah. These Something other subjects, that you can breeze through. Yeah, these other subjects was very easy. Yeah. So after I finished schooling, I was in CBS school and my experience was not that great. I'm not going to name my school, but the teachers were not that great. You know, they used to always put me down because I, I was an average student. Okay. Okay. They were like, oh. And also they would be surprised. What are you doing here? Because coming from an Arabic household, like, did you, not, fa- did you face really, that? Not really, not really. Because we had uh, people from other nationalities as well in our school. Okay. So not really. But they used to like, not all the teachers but majority of them they used to like oh what will you do in your life you can't study properly what is this and and you know if you get caught talking in the class they will insult your whole family you're speaking in the class blah 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 what is your culture in the house what kind of upbringing you know yeah and that was very terrible because why would you drag a whole family no parent will teach their kid to go to school and misbehave yes absolutely you know your kids you're gonna go to school and you know misbehave and have fun so the teachers always used to put me down. And I remember, you know, when I passed my 12th grade and I went to school, my principal was like, oh, how did you pass? Oh, they it was not, that bad. They did not expect me to pass. That's and then when I got th- my that's first... That's not something a teacher should say. Principal. Yeah, yeah, imagine, yeah. yeah. And when I got my first job in Sharjah Airport, I guess. So I went to school as well, you know, to meet my teachers. The principal was like, oh, how did you get job in Sharjah Airport? Oh. And I'm like... Weird, and after and that, I never that really visited doesn't my reflect well again. on Indian schools. <laughs> I swear, I after I never visited the school, and you know what's the funny part? All the toppers of my school, where are they now? They used to get ninety-seven percent. Where are they? Where are they? Nobody heard of them. Like you said, regular nine-to-five job, like one would say. I don't even think they got jobs. <laughs> They're still studying, maybe I don't know. And yeah. one, I won't take the student's name, but one of the students, he was a proper nerd. He used to get like ninety-nine out of hundred, and if he loses like that one mark, he'll cry for like one week. All the teachers used to be like, be like the student, be like the student. What happened to that student, do you know, when he went to Kerala to study in a college? He got arrested for attempted murder. It's all over the news. You know why? Because I think he liked some girl and she rejected him or he proposed her or she broke up. I don't know the full scene, but he took a cricket bat, went inside the college and hit her. And he got arrested for attempted murder. Oh. This, this doesn't sound good at made, all. My friends, all the teachers used to be like the student. We used to like message them on Facebook. Do you want us to be like the student? Do you want us to murder <laughs> you know, people now? None oh of them God, replied. Yeah. So you see, 
Now I think teachers can't do this because yeah, you know, now, now TikTok I think and social yeah. media, so they know they will be you know caught uh, bashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back in those those days, it was very like you know prominent. If you were a good student, like good marks, they will. Yeah, they will like, rave about yeah. you. You are the you are the favorite student. I think in a lot of ways in Indian schools, it's very much prevalent still. But like you said, it is not that obvious because they wouldn't risk it. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's, everything is so outspoken, everything is in the media, and you know, there's a lot of. I think the teachers are under a lot of scanner, so they're very careful. They will not yeah. hit you physically, but the words hurt more than yeah. you know. And it lasts Ima- longer. Imagine, I still remember what they told me. Yeah. You're useless. What will you do? They used to tell other students, "Don't talk to this guy. He, after school, he will. Uh, his father will get him into the police. What will you do? Oh. Stay away. You focus. Leave him. Like what kind of? You're, you're trying to take away my friends from me." So I had a very bad taste in my mouth related to you know study education education. So I didn't want to go because my ambition was nothing. I wanted to become a football player because I was a really good football player. Okay. Okay. If I want to become a doctor, engineer, or you know something like that, then Perfect. okay, I need to pursue education. Mm-hmm. But if not all that, then it's pointless. So I was not interested. Now I had nothing to do. I started working in a travel company at 18 years old. I worked for six months. But that was where you were working at Sharjah Airport? No, 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 no. before okay. Sharjah Okay. I was working there for six months because it was like six days duty, one day off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my fa- through my father, I got the offer from Sharjah Airport, which was like two days duty, two days off. I'm like, mm. two days duty, two days off, that's like a <laughs> jackpot. Yeah, I don't care how much they pay me, yeah. it's just I'm getting holidays. Yeah, that's I was still like 18 years old. Yeah. You know, back in those days, I'm not thinking about anything. I just want to go enjoy with my enjoy friends. Enjoy life, yeah. Friends, yeah. So I started uh, shooting videos as time pass. I had, see, I had zero So confidence. you, at that point in time, like you didn't have any intention to go to college. Because no you started to so go to college. Yeah. No intention, no intention to make videos as well. It yeah. was brand new. Facebook was the thing back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. And I have no experience in acting, no experience mm. in shooting videos, no experience in editing, nothing. I learned everything from scratch using YouTube by experience. Yeah. I start, I shot the first video. The first video did okay, like maybe 10,000 views and it was still great. I posted it on my Facebook profile, not page. And then imagine the second video I posted, it gained like 3 million views. And I'm like, wow. And people are like, oh, please do more videos. Okay, so maybe because that was when you, when you started doing videos is when, you know, not a lot of other people were doing it. And, you know, you had a lot of mileage that way as well. No, not many people are doing it. In UAE, Dubai, not many people are doing yeah, it. Yeah. It was very few. So people are like, do it, do it, do it. And I was like, fine. I had nothing to lose. Mm. I bought an iPhone 6, I guess. And then I made a Facebook page and I started making videos. And the second video I posted on my Facebook page, imagine, I think that was like like the fourth or the third video of my career in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That video was like, you know, about the chicken. People still remember me for that video sometimes. The first video, that's what created the most impact. It went viral. It went viral. And I remember, I I was not going to post it because I found it lame. Lame. My friend Hamid, he told me, what are you going to lose? Yeah. Post it. If you don't like it, after one, two days, you can delete it. Yeah, I, I think that was uh, one of the um, most blessings. Yeah. yeah. So the thing was, I posted the video and I went to sleep. I you woke went. up. And it like was everywhere. Two, three hours. It was like over uh, two million views. And I'm like, damn. And within next five hours, I got like invitation from eight to ten media channels for interviews. And I am like. That's on your second video. Third, third video. Third video on my page. And I'm like. Wow. Interviews already? I, I mean, damn. Wow. It was crazy. And That's I didn't know the what first move advantage. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm telling my friend, I'm like, look at all these. And so I got like 9, 10. And I don't know. I just did like, you know, inky, pinky, ponky. And I selected <laughs> Media <laughs> 1. Channel, yeah. I was like, fine, I'll do it with Media 1. Okay. And I did interview with them. And after that, it was like no stopping. I continued doing videos. But your parents were on board with that? 
not really yeah because you know like when you see a conservative family they are they're quite apprehensive about this whole they're sector they're not really conservative but they've never seen this yeah. now it's it very prominent com- yeah. now okay people know tiktok you know even older older generation know it but back then they didn't know anything yeah my father some of my, i still remember some of my cousins were like oh this guy's putting the family name down blah 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 because when i'm acting in yeah. some videos i'm you know catching my friend's leg you know acting yeah 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 i'm not yeah that's not that's not what you're doing in real yeah yes and i'm not doing it in real and i'm not doing something like you know intimate scenes or something like putting the family, family name <laughs> down but they're like oh he's catching the other guy's leg he's putting the family name down blah 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 and my father was against it he was like oh i will kick you out of the house blah 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 yeah and i'm just like my mom didn't say anything she didn't say stop it she didn't say continue with it she was just silent neutral. she mm. was neutral and of course she would not want to you know demotivate her son but later on when my father started seeing the tv interviews and people started recognizing me i said then he was okay with it okay. and then then i think he so but that was when you were working with the sharjah airport yes okay. i worked in sharjah for like 6 7 years oh yeah while doing this while doing because i had two days off two days yeah days, so you know i had like all the freedom So yeah. later on when people started recognizing me and you know my father understood what is the social media what is this mm. videos and stuff yeah. so then he like totally fine with it mm-hmm. but after i started making on facebook and it was like before i used to do relatable content you know like uh, people in middle east this that so yeah. people could relate to it mm-hmm. then i slowly tried to shift from that because you have to keep changing your yeah, content you yeah. can't keep doing the same thing yeah, forever gets, yeah. i did that for like 3 4 years then slowly i shifted into characters because like you started building it yes because i felt my creative self developing i knew how to write script in a better way i knew how to write more better stories so that's what i wanted to showcase so then i shifted into characters and i felt more freedom doing that yeah and then you had more avenues to explore as well different characters their stories yeah yeah so but you know now you, that you see like you were saying you know there is a so, like influx of uh, new content creators on the scene and you are across all platforms and man the following is awesome so but you still see that there is influx influx of these new content creators do you feel the pressure to always perform or you know how, like how do you differentiate your content constantly because you know every day is, is seems so overwhelming you know on on our feeds itself we see yeah now every person identifies itself as influencer or content creator because it's very easy to make videos have you actually been an influencer where you're promoting stuff and doing all of that i don't because i don't, we really don't see that much stuff. as much yeah. i keep it minimal mm mm-hmm. and i don't consider myself an influencer i like to call myself an actor or content creator because that's what i create content and i don't create content to influence anyone i create content because it makes me happy and because it makes people happy as well mm-hmm. so yes there is a lot the of the fun content yes, of course and yeah. there is a lot of content creators right now but the thing is there are very few content creators who have massive following across yeah. all social media platforms yes yeah if you take a tiktoker he will have maybe 5 million on tiktok but he will not have the same following on instagram yeah. and facebook and youtube yeah so i see that you're co- like consistent across yeah, alhamdulillah the- i have like maybe 1.2 million on facebook and then half a million on tiktok half a million on instagram on wow. youtube so you know i have people following me in every social media platform mm-hmm. now the thing with other content creators is on tiktok there is no originality on tiktok yeah very few people who create original content what do they do on tiktok what you're doing i will copy it and i will do it and i will use the same sound and i will lip sync to it it's the same uh, thing over and over again yeah i'm not even on tiktok you know that i don't understand that space at all yeah <laughs> and the thing is uh, ladies females on tiktok will gain better following than men mm. 
they have an advantage because if they show themselves off and they do you know fashion, fashion stuff and a lot of things and you know men you know how men are i mean not all but some of them mm-hmm. they will support women more <laughs> You've seen that? Of course. It, it, it is prominent everywhere. Like yeah, everyone it is, can it see is. it. I think, yeah, I think it's fair to say it is. Uh, you'll see more, uh, like you, even if it's a female, you'll see more male following. I think that's because they're more uh, like active on social media. They, Not they because they're active. Because they're women. They will get more attraction <laughs> from men. You know, men are like that. So no. would you say that you get more attraction from women? Not more. really. Not really. I have better male following than female following. So like when we spoke before, you said like growing up, you were a very shy, introverted kid. Like I think, is it something to do with your schooling? Not really. I think I'm still introverted. Yeah. But then how did you end up doing what you're doing now? You know, it's like uh, extreme comedy and, you know, mad stuff. Is it a way of venting yourself out? Maybe that's my escape from being an introvert. And I, and I, I love being an introvert. I am not a person who goes out and, you know, parties and mingles with a lot of people. No, I just like to sit at home, play games, sit with my friends. If I'm going out, I like to go out with people I know. Yes, if someone comes and talks to me, I will not be like, don't talk to me. I'm an introvert. I will talk. (laughs) I will talk. But in general, I will not approach anyone. Mm -hmm. And people mistake it for attitude or ego. Mm. I don't have attitude. Do, do you think you've developed something over time? No. If I develop something over time, like, you know, because you pride say, like, or you know, ego or something. Yeah, I, yeah. No. I am, alhamdulillah, I'm always humble and I'm grounded. grounded. But I'm an introvert. So if there are five people in front of me and they all are looking at me and I'm alone, I would, I would probably start counting the stars instead of going talking to them. Not because I have attitude, but I'm an introvert. I, it gives but then me how do you get into this comedy? Joke. Time pass just to you know because I was bored at home, nothing to do. I'm like, okay, mm. let's make this video, let's make so, that. But then video. you, it is a completely different persona that you're exploring. Yes, yes. So as an introvert person, like all the introverts will relate to it, you will feel more, uh, you know, comfortable when you're alone or with the people you've always known instead yeah, of going and talking. Extroverts will love to go and start a conversation. Mm. I will never do that unless <laughs> and until it's like really necessary. I don't even call and order food on the phone. I don't like to speak to people on the phone. <laughs> I will text them. If, if I only tell my friends and anyone who knows me, like, if, unless and until it's extreme emergency, don't call me. Text me. Text me. Yeah, because I don't like to talk on the phone. Because I think that's one of my characteristics of yeah. being an introvert. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, text and not talk on the phone. Yeah, I hate texting. I'm someone who always likes to just call me and tell me, just finish it, yeah, you know. No, I like I like text. <laughs> so, I, you know, for me, I find it hard to relate. So, but did you have any influence when you start? Like, were you looking up to someone? Did you have some influence in your life when you started doing this? Like, were you looking up at someone? Because at that point in time, probably when you said you started, there weren't many people doing it. So, did you follow someone else or was it... Regarding the videos, not really. I did not follow anyone. I was mm-hmm. just doing what was, you know, what I felt would be funny mm-hmm. and what I thought the audience would like. The only thing I used to follow is the editing pattern or, you know, the camera okay. angles. Uh-huh. Only that I used to watch videos on YouTube to learn, like, you know, how to edit this way, how to edit that mm-hmm. way, the camera angles and, mm-hmm. you know, all this uh, Things which go behind the video, mm-hmm. not the video not the itself. content as yeah. such. So now that you see, there's like we were going back to what we were saying. Like we see this influx of this new content creators, and have you? Do you feel that you know it's reached a point where there are too many people? There is it has reached a saturation point. And how do you differentiate your content? I make content because I love to make people smile and because it's my passion. Mm-hmm. 
the current generation of content creators they create content because it's a trend mm-hmm. and they want to be famous yeah it is a, like instant fame thing they, they want yeah it's they want instant fame, gratification they want money and they don't make content like majority of them they don't make content because they they want to make people laugh or smile they make content because it's a trend and because everybody's doing yeah everybody's doing it mm-hmm. even if normal people they don't identify themselves as content creators yeah. but they're creating videos and posting for example uh, in a football match or a cricket match hundreds of people are recording the video on in the stadium mm. and they're posting it yeah everybody's posting yeah whether they identify themselves as content creator or not it's still content yeah. which yeah, is going on going the social on. media yeah so you see they can come to more like yeah, i'm a content creator what content do you create i create uh, whatever videos i see of, yeah i create videos of you know matches yeah okay so whether they identify themselves as content creator or not they are still putting out content yeah and that you know crowds the social media before yeah. before it was like okay people who knew how to make videos used yeah. to make videos because it was hard to make videos mm-hmm. smartphones yeah. were not easily available yeah. mm-hmm. it was like you know a good quality camera of a smartphone was very expensive now it's very cheap because of technology so I would say that I differentiate myself uh, in a way that I make content to make people smile, laugh, and I do it because it's my passion. Not random. Not random. I'm doing this for past seven to eight years, and for the first uh, first four to five years, I did not earn anything from social media. But and but you continued working. I still did it. Why? Because I love doing it. Mm. Now, if I can name many people who stopped making content because they didn't make money. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it's very tricky. So you saying you've been doing this for eight years now, okay? And uh, but you, you, this is where you think you know you because you're doing it out of passion. You see yourself being here, but uh, where do you think this will be in another ten years? Where do you think this is headed? To be honest, I have not thought about the future. It's just living in the present. I try to you know live. Now the thing after I finish this meeting, I'll go home. I will think about tomorrow's video. Because I have to post three videos a week. So oh, you post three days three, a week. Three videos a week. So I'll think about tomorrow's video. Yeah. I will shoot. I will oh, where do you get all this content from? Like you know. I scroll to internet or something. I watch and yeah. the idea clicks and I write script. Mm-hmm. So I will post. I will edit and I will post it tomorrow. Maybe Friday I will take a rest or sometimes no rest. I will go meetings. I will finish yeah. interviews or uh, event. Yeah. And then again I have to repeat the same process. Yeah. I have to. So do you feel uh, exhausted or saturated at some point? Yes, I feel exhausted. And it's a lot of pressure also sometimes. Yeah, because if you have to constantly post, yes, yeah. I have to constantly post it, and I have to keep using my brain to write script. Yeah. And then, see, writing script itself is very exhausting. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes your brain doesn't work and you don't know what to do. Then I shoot myself, so it takes three to four hours to shoot. Oh, I edit uh-huh. myself, so it takes four to five hours to edit. Yeah, but so imagine yeah. it is like more hectic than a nine-to-five job. Nine-to-five yeah. job, you go, you know what to do, mm-hmm. and then you come back home. That's it. Mm-hmm. This is no, no yeah. nine-to-five job for you. You have to work like almost all the time. So, uh, like you know, uh, if you look at it beyond UAE, you know, you see there's a lot of shows like we have the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, or we have these stand-up comedians like we have uh, Jerry Seinfeld, or they say Kevin Hart. So, why why do you think that model isn't in the UAE yet? The thing is, I don't because I think that is somewhere you know people like you could you know do really yes. well, right? I don't think people over here are ready for that yet. No, but you know when we see stand-up comedians come here, you know there's a huge rush for tickets and sales. So have you seen any uh, like you know UAE-based comedian? No, gar- I haven't. Garner that kind of attention, which like is a stand-up I'm, comedian. No, no, I haven't. Yeah, why? 
because I think people like to support people who are outside. <laughs> Strangers support you more than your friends and family. It looks like you had that first-hand experience. Uh, not really first-hand. It's just a fact. <laughs> it's Stra- a fact. Yeah, strangers yes, yeah. support you more than your friends and your family. Similarly, people would like to support others from outside instead of supporting, like you know, local wh- stars. Lo- locally, like people based in UAE. Mm-hmm. So I feel that okay, they see like oh, this guy's from UAE only. Uh, yeah. they, they feel like this guy's also in UAE. I'm also in UAE. You know. Yeah. We are both same. Why should I support him? It's like that, and. Maybe I will start something soon yeah. like that. I can do like, you know, my character, Abu Zubair. He's yeah. taking people's interviews. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's roasting people maybe because he roasts yeah. everyone. Yeah. So hopefully maybe that will work. Yeah. And plus, you know. Have you thought channels. about stand-up comedy? I thought about it, but I don't think I'm confident yet to do stand-up comedy. Okay. Because like I told you, I'm an introvert. I, will, yeah. I, 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 will, I think I still have stage fear. Uh-huh. I think. I'm not sure because I haven't got... The majority of times I've been on the stage, I did not have any stage fear. Yeah. But stand-up comedy is something different. And you have to do it in one stretch. Yeah. And the thing is, when I start speaking, I don't have filter. Yeah. I might say something which will offend the audience. Yeah. Or which will land me in trouble. In trouble. Mm-hmm. So when I start speaking, I have no filter. And I'm very spontaneous. Maybe if some audience member says something and I will reply something insulting or something, maybe he will not like it. So I have to see, you know, what kind of a person I become on the stage. Right now, videos, I can say anything and then I will edit it out. Yeah. Stand-up comedy, I can't edit it out. Once mm. I say something, it's set. It's live, yeah. yeah. It's gone. So, inshallah, maybe in the future, I will see how that, you know, that works for me. I would yeah. definitely love to try it. Yeah. Both the things, the, like, you know, the interview the podcast tonight, type the, of thing. Yeah. And so, I think but that, that show is well. a huge hit, right? Like, because you're roasting each other, each other on the show. And I think that is something that you excel at. You, like probably roasting your characters within the show yeah. but you know that is something a lot of people enjoy in general and I've seen that there is uh, a lack of that uh, you know interest or scope in the, in this area at least even if I'm not roasting my characters I can yeah. like my Abu Zubair character he yeah. can invite people for interviews yeah and I and think everybody would love to join yeah, yeah and we can let them know like everything can be scripted it doesn't have to be this thing. it yeah. can be scripted like we're gonna act, uh, act. we're gonna roast you mm-hmm. we're gonna roast you like this I like, guess like that's this. how these shows work like, I'm just assuming yeah no, because maybe. nobody would really want to come on stage and be embarrassed you yeah. know, out of nowhere right? you know we're gonna roast you like this like this yeah, like, yeah. are you okay with this or not yeah Yes, I'm okay. Okay, let's go ahead. No, I'm not okay. Okay, fine. We can remove whatever you want. If you don't want to be here, it's fine. And also, you have these uh, different area of characters. Like if it's uh, like, you know, your Abu Zubair, you can do yourself. So yeah. it should be something nice, interesting for you to explore. Yeah. And we'd love to see you there. So, but then, you know, ideally that is when, you know, when these shows are coming out and we see that eventually these are absorbed by the OTT platforms or mainstream media. Do you see yourself getting into those platforms? Inshallah, one day in the future, I would love to be on those platforms. And the thing is, with like inter- like these type of shows, you need a team with you. I don't have a team with me. No, but then when they what? are approaching you, they give you their uh, team yes, to work but on. Right? How do? Why will they approach me when I didn't start yet? I have to start something for mm-hmm. them to see. Mm-hmm. If if I didn't start anything, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy only makes YouTube videos." If I start posting videos like you know interview type of videos or like this tonight show kind of videos, maybe that time they'll approach me. And I thought about doing it, but the thing is, it's so overwhelming because I can't do everything by myself. Now I can't interview people, I can't record, I can't shoot. It will be very hectic for me. Mm-hmm. So that you thought need sometimes, you know, yeah. puts me down. Like, okay, calm down for now. We'll see in the future. Yeah. But probably I think that in the long term would be, do you see yourself because you, like you said, you you also watch a lot of Bollywood movies. Do you see yourself getting into Bollywood? To be honest, it is very uh, exciting, exciting idea. But I think I would love to not be in Bollywood. 
you would love to not be not be yes because not many people know this but i was selected for a bollywood movie 3 to 4 years back i did, did you audition yes i did wow. an audition because one of my relatives can you name the movie uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i one of my relative because okay. the movie's name was not yet ready at that time they were okay. still in the beginning process uh, one of my relative he was the producers in that so he called me up he was like do you want to act in a movie i was like yeah sure with whom i'm acting yeah. like what do you mean with whom i'm acting you have to give audition first i didn't know how it works yeah, yeah. so he was like, okay so he came pick me up and uh, we went to business bay i guess or i don't remember downtown dubai somewhere yeah. and we went up and there were many people over there for the audition oh, and okay. the best part is the staff of the movie they were like oh it's the and they're coming and clicking picture okay <laughs> because i used to watch my videos yeah So after that, uh, I gave the audition, and they liked it. And then after maybe a week, I got a call. They said they selected me. Okay. They selected me. I'm like, oh wow! I was very happy with this. That the the shooting was gonna be in Dubai, Mumbai, and London. And then later on, I even told my mom. And then my mom told me. They were my mom was like, you got selected. You're an adult. It's good, but you should know this is a downhill spiral. Once you keep going in it, you will start doing things even your own morals and principles will not agree, because. you know you start doing one thing and it, then it's like a wet sand which will keep pulling you in that's okay we say okay that is okay that's a small one that's a small one yeah, and then you just so get my, my mom it. my mom told me okay you're living in this dunya but think about your akhirah as well oh some intense yeah. uh, advice and then i thought about it i was like yeah that's true that's something i should think about yes it looks very fun because very exciting very exciting and once i start doing it the fame the more everything will be double the travels the travels uh, everything will, is exciting it will look very amazing but then wh- what is the end goal of it what is the end goal of it maybe i will be successful maybe i won't be successful but i will you know go in a direction which is not good for me because as i told you i i am i alhamdulillah i try to be as religious as possible Uh, I pray five times. I read Quran. That is not called religious. That is a yeah. bare minimum. <laughs> that that's a bare minimum. But yani, I try to not do things which I don't agree with and my religion doesn't agree with. I'm not the most perfect human, but but it's nice to know. I mean, I like the youngsters. I will tell you something. Depressing. Before making videos, I used to make music. Okay. I used to make before music. you started on Facebook. Before I started making any comedy videos, I used to make music. Why? Because I was like, oh, it's so cool, and I wanted to be famous. Blah blah blah. And uh, no offense to anyone who makes music, but music is haram. Okay. And I started watching videos on YouTube, and I was like, oh, this is haram. I should not do it. And that moment itself, I decided, I'm gonna stop it. And my friend was like, don't. You already have enough subscribers, and you're gaining popular. I'm like, no. I deleted all the songs. I deleted the channel itself everything and that takes some willpower and when you leave something for the sake of Allah you what does Allah promise you something better he will replace it with something you've never even imagined something thousand times better which you see and which is the like I've lived this the, this is proof I left music and then I started making comedy videos I have gained much more fame than I would have gained with music so you see I left something for the sake of Allah and he gifted me and blessed me with something thousand times better which is comedy videos so this is what i try to tell people who are you know they're like no this that i'm like see i've lived this you just need to have the will power you might not get it the next day be realistic yeah. okay you can get the next day it's yeah. Allah, you could yeah yeah America. but it's not as next easy next day maybe it can not be after lucky. one year maybe yeah. two year maybe five but you will get it something better mm-hmm. so that's why 
I said, no need, I don't want to do the Bollywood movies. And I called them up, I was like, I don't want to do it. They're like, are you dumb or are you stupid or wow. what? I said, no, I don't want to do it. So I think there's no going back to that. It depends. See, uh, <laughs> when my iman fails me. No, no, not the iman fails me. It depends what what is in the movie. Okay. Now, if, if they call me for a movie and it has vulgar scenes and stuff in that, then I would not love to do it. But if if you if I go for a movie which is like doesn't have vulgar scenes in it, it doesn't have you know dirty scenes in it, doesn't have you know stupidity in it. Yeah. I, I don't mind doing it. But okay, which Bollywood movie doesn't have songs and you know now with these yeah. intimate scenes? I yeah. don't want to be part of it. Yeah. I'll be quite. Yeah, in that case, I think at this point in Bollywood, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe OTT platforms. Yes. 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 And OTT platforms are much more uh, you know prominent now, than Bollywood right now. At this point in time, yes. Yeah. I but think that it's 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 the best way to get into mainstream. Mainstream is yeah. to get into OTT. Yeah. So that's why I feel comfortable doing YouTube because I have the freedom to do what I want hmm. to do and what I don't want to do. Yeah. But that's not with Bollywood and other stuff, you know. So you've been in this for eight years and how don't like do you get a lot of harsh criticism? Of course, no matter what you do, you will get criticism. Even if you Because you your your videos are not like generally targeting anyone. It's just a fun like in the, it, in the beginning yeah. it was. I used to do like stereotype videos, yeah, so they used to hate me. Yeah, we would think one would think the stereotypes are within your family, but no, you would still get a lot of hate. Yeah, so how do you deal with that hate? Well, I just tell myself, uh, you know, people will hate you no matter what you do. Focus on the people who love you. Even if you don't do anything, a person who doesn't like you will have a problem with the way you breathe as well. And Even that's a problem. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Now I have a very thick skin. Okay, so you don't... You can come and spit on my face, I will not react. Unless you have corona, then I'll punch you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't react because I have a thick skin. I have developed it over the years. But in the beginning when it used to affect me a lot, I used to tell something to myself like, you know, People called our Prophet magician, madman, and a lot of worse things. What am I compared to that? If people spoke about the Prophet like that, then they're just calling you lame. Now, dumb, I'm stupid. very impressed that you take all your references from Quran, from Hadith. Yes, because it, it gives you strength, you know, because in the end, who do you have, who do you have to look up to? That thing. You know, yeah. so yes, I'm not the most perfect, you know, Muslim. I'm not claiming to be a perfect Muslim. I mm. am. I think I'm not a very good Muslim, but yeah. Alhamdulillah, I try to look up to things which mm. will give me, you know, strength mm-hmm. to deal with day to day life. Yeah, that's very impressive. You know, I'm, 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 I must say that at your age and I'm surprised that, you know, I see a lot of kids, I see a lot of these YouTube videos and everybody is doing what they want. But to know that, you know, at your age and like with what you do, you've drawn a line as to what is good for you and what is, you know, what is unacceptable. So I, let, let's see, like, you know, let's hope you get into OTT and those platforms. But do you think your videos, you know, being in this region is getting that kind of reach that you would want it to? Not really. I think if I was like maybe in US or India, I would have been like been millions of subscribers, maybe 20, 30 million subscribers. Here, and because we see all these other bananas and all those, you know, other. Yeah, because they are, the market is huge. The population is huge. Have you tried catering to like, do you, do you consider catering to that kind of? I wouldn't mind, to be honest, but I don't like coming out of my comfort zone. Yeah. For example, I will tell you, uh, maybe in the beginning of the year, one of my videos, that full speed handbrake drift. Yeah. That, that went crazy viral in uh, many countries, especially okay. in India. It went very viral. And I posted... But you don't get to control, you don't get to know how it works. No. How what works. How your videos work, where it would work. I don't know how it went viral, but it went viral. It went viral like to a crazy extent. 
and everyone wanted to see the original video. The original okay. video I posted five years back, and okay. five years back it was viral on Facebook, but it didn't gain the same traction how it gained now. Okay. So now everyone wanted to see what is the original video, so they found my YouTube and they went to my YouTube. Okay. So that video was on like 700k views, and within three days it was like five million views. Now yeah. people started subscribing. I gained 100k subscribers in one week, but oh. everyone subscribed from India, majority of them. 100k subscribers from India. Now these people wanted to watch only the drift video. Okay, so then you had to cater to that. I, I didn't cater to that. I, they only wanted to watch the drift video. Mm -hmm. They were not interested in Abu Zubair or Um Zubair. No, they were only they only wanted to watch that video. Mm -hmm. Now the next video I posted was about still Abu Zubair and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And they saw it. They were not interested in. They wanted to see cars related video. So that messed up my algorithm. Because I gained 100k subscribers, and from that 100k subscribers, none of them wanted to watch my current videos. There is a lot of things that you yes. have to look into. Oh. So none of those 100k subscribers wanted to watch my current videos. So what the YouTube algorithm thought that okay, the new subscribers are not interested in his videos. Maybe his videos are not as good as before. So it stopped pushing my videos to other people. I, like I've never thought about this. It was a blessing in the beginning. I was very happy. Oh my God, 100k subscribers! I got. Later on, I realized, okay, there was a blessing and then it's a curse <laughs> as well. You have to be able to perform, like keep yes. that consistent. Yes. Okay, so now let's go to our fun, uh, fun segment. It's called the quick takes. And I think, I hope, you know, coming from you, it has to be super fun. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how fun is the real Zubair Saruk? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yes. No introvert, no shyness. No introvert, no shyness. But you have to be like really good friend and close of mind to see the reals of Arsaro. Then you are hilarious. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm hilarious in general, but then yeah. I'm even more hilarious. Then I will crack even darker jokes, which general public will kill me for it. <laughs> okay, I have to be your best friend soon. What is your biggest strength? My biggest? Strength. Strength. My confidence, my faith. And faith. My belief that... Even if something wrong happens, I like something which I don't want it to happen, I know that there's a blessing behind it. And that gives me a lot of comfort and content and gives me the strength to accept the reality. Yeah. I will not push myself down like, oh my God, why did this happen? This shouldn't have happened. No. Okay, I will be upset. Of course, I'm a human. I will be upset. But then I will not be upset to a point where I will start questioning everything. What happened, happened. Halas. I think that is a mistake that we all make. You know, the moment something goes out of like how we want it to, we start questioning everything, the whole process. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, that's very refreshing to hear. And coming from, you know, someone so young like you. So what is your most useless talent? My most useless talent? That is, nobody have asked me that. What is my <laughs> most useless talent? Uh, I don't think I have a useless talent. Every talent of mine is useful. <laughs> Maybe you're no, no, that's not a useless talent. I think that is what clicks with Abu Zubair that very awkward, you know, embarrassing laugh you've put for your dad. That's a very good <laughs> talent. People love it. Yeah. That is the thing people love. That's the, the most, most useless, like, probably that is a talent that's, you know, hit you off yeah. the roof, that laugh. Useless talent. That's a very nice question. I've never thought about it. Uh, How can talent be useless? Uh, the question contradicts <laughs> itself. Depends on, like, how if you can use it or no. Yeah, true. I don't think I have a useless talent. Okay, at this point. Yeah, maybe something you haven't identified yet. Yes, like, yeah. I didn't identify it yet. So what is an app? One of these apps that you use that you use a lot but hated the most? I used a lot but hated the most TikTok. TikTok? Yeah. I sound like a hypocrite but it is what it is. <laughs> and why do you hate it? Because I see rubbish on it. 
Okay, I open it. I you, scroll. You see rubbish on it, but you still cater to that. No, I open <laughs> the app. I scroll. I see rubbish on it. I close it. Then I open again. And I post. I scroll it. I see rubbish again. I close it. So that is me using the app the most. Yeah, but when do you post it? You have to also post in between. I post using my uh, laptop. <laughs> I schedule the videos. Schedule it. TikTok. Okay. So okay, now this is something interesting. Okay, how do you respond to DMs from pretty girls? I don't respond to DMs from pretty girls. Man, you're so boring. It's not about being boring. <laughs> I just don't respond. Why? So you don't uh, get any attention, female attention. You don't, you don't respond to any female attention. I see girl equal to danger, so I stay away. Girl equals danger. And why do you say so? Did you have any bitter experience for you to make such a strong statement? It's not bitter experience. It's always good to be safe. Yeah. Girl equals danger. I had I had I had girls who put rape accusations on me. Okay, and I was shocked, and I'm like. Like rape accusations, like one this Monica Corsna. Why did I make a character on her? Uh-huh. She started going and telling people that uh, I tried to rape one of the girl, etc. And I was like, what? And this Monica Corsna was one of like, my crazy fans, like obsessed fans. And because I didn't give attention to her, she started spreading rumors about me. And she took one other girl. I'm name. assuming that's not the right name. It is the right name. Oh. I I told you I have no filter. Of course, that's not her full name, but Monica is her name. I'm not gonna put the second name, of yeah. course. But Corona, you know what is Corona? Corona is a combination of coronavirus, rat, and snake. Corona, you see. So that is the name. So and then she starts spreading these rumors, and she starts taking another girl's name. I'm like, you're spoiling my name. You're spoiling. So had you met this Monica before? No. I met once, I guess, through a mutual friend. I I would never go and meet. So I contacted the girl whose name was taken with me. I said, did I do anything to you? She's like, no, you're my very good friend. And I'm like. I send the screenshot to one of my friends. I'm like, see, bro, it's rubbish. So I see girl as danger because see, the world is made like that. That no matter what happens, people will believe the woman first. So I. But I think because it is for the longest time because women haven't had that kind of voice. Finally, when they find their voice, obviously they like. Probably you know that is where that where, comes from. Where is it written that women didn't have voice? No, all this while you know everyone was always uh, subjected and they were not heard of, <coughs> heard of enough. But is it heard. fair? Is it fair? No, to but men yeah, that is what believe? it is not. Uh, see, at this point in time, when we see a lot of these, uh, like you said, these allegations which are not true, that then it is not fair. I, and I think that takes away a lot from other ladies who are actually speaking the truth. Yes. When you know false accusations like this come forth. So that's why I try to stay away. I'm like. I don't want to put myself in. A, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I have to explain, and you know, I feel uncomfortable and stuff like that, because I have watched a lot of movies. I I like you know crime movies, crime thrillers, thrillers. suspense movies. Every single movie, the person falls in trouble because of a woman. <laughs> Every single movie. That's right. Men so grow. you're not. Uh, so you're reverse to uh, ever getting into a relationship. No, no, I'm not the reverse. But then I'm just telling, like you know, just random people. Okay. Of course, you get lots of messages. Random people. I don't want to. So do you agree? People. You do get a lot of DMs. Yes, I do get a lot of DMs. Yeah. I don't. And check that is how I tried reaching him first, and he wouldn't respond. I, I, I don't check DMs. That's the thing. It is very rare. Yeah. Like sometimes if I check and I don't open and read it because sometimes I feel like you know it's pointless. Why will I go scroll and see what people have to say? So. Yeah, because you already know, like you're getting a lot of comments, the negatives. So you don't want to go and. Like you know, dive into yeah. that in your audience. Yeah. So yeah. and I like like I told you, I am an introvert. I don't even like to reply to people because mm-hmm. I d- I don't. Why will I talk to a stranger? Why? Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're saying something good and I open it, I'm like, okay, thank you. For example, I launched my own perfume brand, mm-hmm. uh, Hello Allah and Drift. 
So people who buy the perfume oh. and they post it, of it course is. I will reshare it because thank you for spending money to purchase something mm-hmm. I launched. So I will thank them regardless if it's a male or female, I will yeah. thank them. But once you reply to them, they keep messaging you, replying, calling you and you know, they start bothering you. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So that's why I, I keep myself away from, you know, stranger danger. <laughs> Okay, so probably, sir, that's a message that goes out, you know, he's not entertaining any DMs. So, what is your favorite pickup line? If you eventually like someone. My favorite pickup line. Is your father a terrorist? (laughs) (laughs) That's a put-off, yeah. That's a put-off. No one's falling for that. Because you're a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Ew! Ew, that's even worse. (laughs) Is your father a terrorist because you look like a bomb? Ew! I don't think anyone's falling for that. So, what is your most creepiest fan experience? That was one of the questions I'd written down. But, you know, Monica seems creepy enough. The creepiest fan experience. Okay. Uh, I had a fan who used to come wherever I was. Because you uh, shared your location? I post on Snapchat. Yeah, okay. I post on Snapchat. I'm in this, like, you know, cafe. He'll show up. He? He'll show up, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He'll come. He's like, how are you? I'm like, he started doing once, twice, three. Started doing it every time. I saw posting online. I used to go home and start posting then. Okay. So it is. It's it's very uh, you know encouraging and fun one two times. But if it happens repeatedly every single time, then it's yeah. creepy. You have no privacy then. Yeah. So, but do you, uh, now do you like do a lot of people recognize you when on streets? Do they come haggle you? Like you know. Yes. When I go out, a lot of people come and recognize me and click pictures and stuff. Which is good. Yeah, you enjoy that. I attention. enjoy that. That attention is... Uh, so sometimes when you're having a bad day, then you don't enjoy. Yeah. For example, uh, recently I went to Dubai Mall. I went to Dubai Mall on a weekend. And oh, I wore a crazy. mask and I wore uh, this thing. Yeah, glasses. Glasses. And I was... Nobody recognized me. I went in a coffee with like open coffee, sh- coffee shop. Because one of my friends was shopping in H&M. I sat outside and I removed... Because I have to drink coffee. So I removed my glasses and I removed my mask. And then two people came. They can I have a picture. I'm like, okay, fine. And then the waitress was putting the coffee. She saw. She's like... Why are they clicking picture with you? Are you a celebrity? I was like, no, no, no. They're my friends. There is a joke. And then she went. And then maybe 18 or 19 people came one by one, one by one, one by one. And then later she came to me. She was like, why you lie to me? You are a celebrity. I see many people are clicking picture. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. I'm just an actor. I make videos. And then later the manager and the other staff of the coffee shop, they came to me. They're like, is this you? They, <laughs> put the, they took the chicken video. Okay. I'm like, yes. I was like, oh, we love to watch your videos, blah, blah, blah. And then they click picture. And then I'm like, oh my God, I put the mask on, I put the shades on. Because that day I was like, I was having a very rough day because I was very tired, very exhausted. So I was not in a mood to entertain people. Yeah. But I, w- I, don't like to be r- I don't like to be rude, you know, to people or mean. So I'm like, yeah, let's do a picture. Like this, <laughs> I just smile to them. A very bland smile. Yeah. Okay, so what impresses you the most in someone? Their loyalty. Hmm. Their loyalty. I will again put a reference to God. Many people hate me because they're like, you go back for everything to Quran or religion or this and that. I see how loyal a person is to their creator. Regardless of you commit sins, you don't commit sins. I see if you have a constant connection with your creator. Why? Because if you can't be loyal to, a per, to, the, to your creator, you can't be loyal to anything. Anyone else? That's how I look at it. You, if you can't be loyal to s- someone who's providing for you every day, regardless of whether you obey the creator or not then you can't be loyal to anything in this life for example if a person doesn't pray five times a day you're not loyal to your creator why will you be loyal to humans that's how i look at it and that's how you gauge 
Yeah. So I see, I appreciate loyalty very much. And in, because I am very loyal, for example, uh, we take this water bottle. This is ABC company. If I do advertisement for it, I will not do any advertisement for any other water bottle for like next six months. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether they told me, even if they told me you can do it, I will not do it. That's how I, that's how loyal I am. Because mm-hmm. I don't want you know audience to be like today I tell oh this is good tomorrow yeah, I that's say, no, what that we see good. all content creators doing yeah. every day it's a like new product how do you trust them yeah I don't like to do that so I am in general very loyal person so I if someone I see similar to that it is very attractive to me that's 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 a very nice answer okay something you believe in but a lot of people disagree with but most people disagree with something I believe in and a lot of people disagree with I don't know to be honest. It depends. It depends on what kind of people you surround yourself with. Because yeah. I believe a lot in, uh, you know, qadr. Whatever happens, happens. It is destiny written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some people go like, no, if you did not do this, this wouldn't have happened. And I'm like, bro, regardless, everything yeah. happens. It's written destiny, qadr. So mm-hmm. many people don't believe in that. But yeah. I do believe in it. Okay. Given a choice, what would you change in yourself? Nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing. I am who I am because of who I was before. And I will be who I will be because of who I am right now. So I don't want to change anything. You're happy, perfect the way you are. I am not perfect, but I am... For yourself. Yeah, I am. No, I'm, even for myself, I'm not perfect. I have my own flaws, but I am who I am. And all my experiences, everything molded me to the person I am today. And I would absolutely not change anything. Perfect. Thank you so much today for your time, Zubair. It was lovely talking to you, getting to know the real you behind all these videos. And it was an absolute pleasure. And I wish you so much more success in whatever you want to do going forward. You seem like, you know, you are at it with so much passion. And inshallah, that's definitely going to get you a long way. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me over here. And may God bless you and give you all the success. And I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. Uh, just a last uh, bit of advice. Don't use that pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> I will change it. I will say, is your father in Al-Qaeda? <laughs> <laughs> That's your plus. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Don't forget to drop in your comments and suggestions on this podcast. There are so many more stories out there just waiting to be told. So make sure you have subscribed to chat me up.